Welcome to Dulce Devotions. We are a small family devoted to a big God. Join us as we share in doctrine, doxology, and devotionals before bedtime. Okay, Jay, Ellen Noel, today we are reading, what are, what's the name of this book, Jay? Moses the Child Kept by God. By? Karen McKenzie and Graham Kennedy. Very good. I thought we were starting from the beginning. We're going to start from the beginning of the book, which is always the best place to start. The beginning. Okay. Well, Jaya, why don't you read the first in, the first uh, paragraph for us? Amram and Jochebed lived with their children, Miriam and Aaron, in the land of Egypt. Their family had moved there many years before jo- when before when Joan when Joseph was prime minister. Mm -hmm. At first, Pharaoh, the king, treated them well. But after Pharaoh died, I'm sorry, after Joseph died, another Pharaoh made them all slaves. Amram and the other men had the back-breaking work of making bricks or working in the fields. Mm, Does that look like a very hard job? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be whipped. Of course, no human being should be whipped like that uh, by someone who owns them and doesn't treat them like an image bearer of God, right? Mm -hmm. Pharaoh was the ruler of Egypt and a very cruel man. He ordered that all baby boys born to Hebrew families should be killed at birth. However, the nurses who helped the mothers when the babies were born refused to obey him. God was pleased with them. But the Pharaoh ordered that the baby boys should be thrown into the Nile River. Which is a very bad thing. Or the River Nile. The Nile River. A baby son was born to Amram and Jacobed, a little brother for Miriam and Aaron. The family had to be very careful to keep the new baby hidden. After three months, it became more and more difficult to hide him in the house without the Egyptian people knowing he was there. Jacobed thought of a clever plan to save her baby boy. She made a cradle of bulrushes and coated it with tar to make it waterproof. She carefully placed him in the basket which floated gently at the edge of the river Nile among the reeds. Miriam watched from a distance to see what would happen. Oh, they were trusting the Lord, but I'm sure they must have been very, they must have been a little nervous too. Pharaoh's daughter, the princess came down to bathe in the river. She noticed the basket among the reeds. Jael, Noel, can you read what the princess said? Can you read this for us? This? Mm-hmm. Bring. Good. Bring. That, bring that basket to me. Good. Can you say it nice and loud? Like you're the princess. Bring that basket to me. (laughs) She ordered her servant. 
The baby began to cry when the basket was opened. The princess felt sorry for the little boy. Do you want to read the part of the princess again? Mm-hmm. This must be one for... One? One of the Hebrew... Ch Ow. Mm-hmm. Child, but then E-D. Child. Child. Children. Mm-hmm. This must be one of the Hebrew children, the princess said. <laughs> Miriam came out of hiding to speak to the princess. You read the part of Miriam, Noel. J.L. Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? She asked. Noel, you read the part of the princess again? Okay. Yes, go. It just says yes, go. Mm -hmm. Yes, go. Replied the princess. Yes, go. Okay. <laughs> Replied the princess. Marion ran to fetch her mother. Okay, Noelle, you have another part. <laughs> Look after this child. Okay, say it out. Look after this child. <laughs> the princess told Jacobed. Another part. This? Right here. And, and I? And I will. P Long A. P A U. And I will pay you. Mm -hmm. And I will pay you. Long A. W A. Sub G. W G. S. Wages. Good. And I will pay you wages. Good. Mm. Wages? A salary. I'll pay you money. I'll mm. pay you a fee. The baby's life was saved. And he was now back with his family. God was looking after him. God looks after us every day of our lives. We'll stop there for tonight. The story of Moses is always so encouraging. The story of the baby Moses it's always so encouraging because it's one of those stories in the Bible that just shows God's power, God's compassion, God's mercy, God's sovereignty. The way Mommy, that he does things Mommy, is amazing. Mommy, yes, what Noel. does sovereign or sovereignty Sovereign is rule, his rule, his, his, his control, his rule over things. Mommy, sometimes I think this is what they do with they, mm -hmm. like, Murder. It's just amazing to me because according to the Egyptian law, was Moses supposed to be alive or dead? Dead. He was supposed to be dead. He was supposed to be thrown into the river and he was supposed to drown as a little baby or eaten up by things in the river. But his mother and father did not want to kill their child. And they did their best to keep him. But what do babies do a lot? They cry. They cry. And is it very quiet or is it loud? Loud. Yeah. And if someone hears just a like, just crying like... baby, they're going to be like, what? Jacobin has a baby? And they will go investigate to see if it's a boy or a girl. And when they discover that the baby is a boy, 
they would probably want to enforce the law of throwing the little baby into the Nile. So there came a time when she could not keep her child anymore. And the same river that was supposed to take the life of the baby, she put the child in the river, but in a basket that was covered with tar so that it would not be overcome by the water. The, bas the water wouldn't get into the basket because of the tar. In order to sink the basket, the basket would float. And here is the amazing part that shows God working behind the scenes. Because who comes to it's the river? Of, it's kind of like a play. Except it's history and it's real. It is not a made-up story. Who comes to the river just as this basket is flowing? Pharaoh's daughter. The daughter of the very man who had commanded for the Hebrew children to, to die. She was probably the safest place for Pharaoh being adopted and taking, taken by the child of the Pharaoh was probably the safest place for him. Because if she is brought into the household and said to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter, then, she, then she, he would not be killed. And so she comes down and not only does she see the baby, but she has compassion for the baby. There's a scripture that says that God can move and turn the heart of kings and the heart of very important people like streams of water are turned. God is so powerful that he can even impact the, the heart or the emotions, the 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 feelings of very important people. So God in his kindness, in his mercy, in his power, uh, enables for this meeting between this baby and this woman. And the woman feels so sorry for the baby that she's willing to take him. It's amazing the way God works. The mother that put her baby in the river got the baby back. Got the baby back. Not only that, but she would even receive what? Money. She would even receive money to take care of him for the Pharaoh's daughter. Incredible. What would she do with the money? Well, I'm sure she would find a way to use it for the care of her family. To use it to buy food. Slaves are usually not paid money to work. <laughs> so it was probably useful to them. God provided not just their son back, but provided um, means for them, even through it, through, through the whole thing. And Miriam, the big sister, played a part in it too, didn't she? What did Miriam do? She helped save save. Get her baby back. Yeah. Bring your brother back. J.L. and Noel. Jesus says in uh, the Gospels that in this life we will have trials. Trial, tribulation. tribulation will come our way. But he also says what? But be of good cheer, I have, uh, for I have overcome the world. Yeah. I know that verse. Good memory. Good be, memory. But be a good cheer. I, I've overcome the world. That's be of good it. cheer. I have overcome the world. That's what it heard. J.L. Noel, God is trustworthy. Hmm. Even in times of trouble, his record, the Bible's testimony of his 
power of his compassion, of his mercy in stories like this, even of Moses, teaches us that we can be confident that even in tribulation, we can be of good heart because he has overcome. Ultimately, Jesus has overcome in that he died, he rose again, he ascended, he is praying for us and he will return. He has overcome ultimately through his death and his resurrection. And so we can be of good cheer on that. Uh, But even stories like this of how God would work something so scary out in such a beautiful way, something so difficult in such a beautiful way, tells us that we can trust in him. So as, as we're living life as a family, there might be times that are hard for us as a family. As you girls are growing up, there might be times that are difficult for you. My prayer is that you would trust God, that you would believe him when he says he has overcome that the two of you would really believe that. And in hard times, trust that he is able to help you and that nothing is too hard for him. That you can call to him in prayer. That if a mom who is threatened with the loss of her child being killed can trust her child, can trust, well, no, well, no one threatened to kill my children. Thank you, Lord. But I'm talking about Jack, Jacobed. If she could trust her baby to the Lord and putting him in a, in a basket and putting him in the river and God could return her child to her along with a job to take care of him. If the Lord can do that, he can help us with our situation. And if he would die for us in God, the son, if, uh, if Jesus would die for us and be raised for us and, and be ascended for us and would pray for us and will come back for us. We can trust him with all our troubles. Okay. Okay. Um, let's sing. Let's sing a song. The song that's coming into my mind is, um, I know there's always a set of songs these Mommy, evenings. When, can yes. I, can I do one of my songs to sing? Which song, Noelle? Um, please. Uh. JL, can we sing the song that you wrote? What? Jesus, I'll never forget what you done for me. Me. Jesus, I'll never forget what you done for me. Me. Jesus died for you and me. He came right down to set us free. Oh, Jesus. I'll never forget. One more time. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Me. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Me. Jesus died for you and me. He came right down to set us free. Oh, Jesus. I'll never forget. I went to the rhyming part in the middle. Okay. Well, thank you, JL, for a beautiful song. For a beautiful song that you've given to our family. Uh, So now pulling up the ICR calendar. Can I see that? For Tuesday. Where are we? March the 5th. Can can you read the prayer request, JL? Uh. 
praise the Lord for using Bibles across the the Venezuela, Venezuela, mm-hmm. Venezuela, Colombia border. Oh my! Those are countries we haven't looked at before. Can we get the atlas? Oh. The atlas, the atlas, the atlas. Boop boop. You got it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Have you heard of Venezuela and Colombia before? No. Where's Colombia? Okay. Noel, let me help us. Oh, yeah. Right back. Will you hold this for me, please, JL? Yes. Okay. Jesus died for you and me. He came right down to set us free. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so Venezuela and Colombia are countries on the Venezuela. Yeah, that's countries in South America. Do you see them? Yeah, Venezuela and Colombia. Venezuela and Colombia. They're in South America. They're um on the northern northern tip of the uh continent. And they are very close to the Caribbean Sea. Very close to the Caribbean Sea. So the prayer request we have is that Bibles were moved from the Venezuela-Colombia border. That's good. Yeah, so those are countries where there there is some persecution. To Ecuador Mm -hmm. and what? Guyana. Guyana. Mm-hmm, Guyana. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, so what are we doing? We're praising the Lord tonight, right? Right. So it's a prayer of thanksgiving. It's a prayer of, of adoration, thanking God that the word of God, um, is getting through into, into, into those two countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, we can also thank God for being a God who has overcome the world. So even in trouble, we can trust him, right? <coughs> All right, so let's pray. Mommy, mm-hmm. um, mommy, uh, uh, you could sing one of my songs to it. Okay. Um, so let's talk about that later. Now it's time for prayer. Okay, thank you. Dear God, thank you for this wonderful day, and thank you that, thank you that tomorrow we get to we get to go to Awana, and please. And thank you that we, that, that, that Bibles were moved across the Venezuela border coast. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dear God, thank you for this wonderful day, and thank you that, um, I have my mommy and daddy, and please help. What are we praying for? We're thanking, we're praising God. The Bibles were, uh, were Bibles got into Venezuela and Colombia. And thank you that why Bibles got into Col- got into Venezuela and Colombia. And thank you that that Sunday is Pi Day, and thank you that it's Juana. Now let's pray. And Jesus. 
Dear Lord Jesus, we are thankful that you have overcome the world. Uh, you, uh, nothing is hard for you. Nothing is hard for you. We are grateful to you, Father, for sending your son Jesus who dies for sinners, uh, who lives a perfect life without sin, who dies um, as a substitute for those who trust in him, who is raised and who uh, dwells with you now, praying and interceding, able to sympathize with us because he was made like us, uh, but without sin. We thank you that he will come again. We thank you for the beautiful gospel that sustains us even in times of difficulty. And uh, we're grateful, Father, for your word, which boasts of your power and of your compassion, of your mercy, of your kindness, of your sovereignty. These stories encourage us and help us to remember uh, that we can be of good cheer because the one that we are trusting in is more than able. Uh, so thank you for this reminder. I pray that um, we would remember it uh, in moments when things are hard. I do thank you tonight that uh, Bibles have gotten across the Venezuela and Colombia borders. Uh, Father, you know your church in these places. I'm praying that you would encourage uh, persevering believers in, in Venezuela and in Colombia as well, uh, that the Lord would uh, remind them that he is the one who has overcome the world, that they would be of good cheer, even in very difficult places and difficult times. May the Lord bless them with faithful shepherds. May the Lord bless them with um, uh, with just mature, maturing believers who will encourage each other and love each other through hard times. Uh, and so please show yourself strong and let the word of God, the Bible, which has is uh, getting through into these places. I'm praying, Father, that the Bible would uh, bear fruit, that the Lord would give good soil to the hearts of his people, and that the word of God would cause them to yield uh, uh, 30 and 60 and 100 fold in their productivity for Jesus, in their fruitfulness in the gospel. So may the Lord show himself strong in these countries. I do pray for my husband who is who's at school this evening, that he would get home safe and sound and that he would grow in the grace and in the knowledge of the Savior. May the Lord be with our church family and be with our family all over the world, especially members of our family who have yet uh, to confess and to, and to know the Lord. We're praying that God would help them to turn uh, to repent and to believe and be saved. May the Lord encourage those who are walking with him to persevere. Uh, I love you, Lord. I thank you for these children you've given me. And I pray that you would help their hearts to trust you and to know that you are the Lord. And above you, there's none other. Amen.